here for a reason. Breaking down the Brotherhood, one prayer at a time. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right on Radio. You are here for a reason. everyone welcome to right on radio my name is jeff and yes by popular demand boyd is back and i had a show planned with boyd to cover the digital currency which i think we still will as a follow-up to last tuesday's show however boyd sent me so much information this week i'm just gonna let him run (laughs) today so buckle up buttercup uh this one's gonna be good uh he's in a mood for sure uh if you're new to the show please subscribe my name is jeff and the tagline for the show is live right in the real world where we show you the real world both visible and invisible and you decide how you want to live in it And I want to start off with a scripture, and it's amazing because in my prayer this morning, I was praying something very personal for my life and something that I'm struggling with, and I just checked out the verse of the day, and it was perfect for me, and I hope that it speaks to you as well. It comes from Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, and it says, but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. That is true wisdom from above. And right before I bring in Boyd one more time, I want to impart on you even more wisdom because today is January the 16th. And if you live in the northern part of the world right now, you would have noticed that it's cold. And there's certainly two things that have been on my mind this morning. So as a public service announcement, I want to play a two-minute clip of Wisdom from the Great White North. Oh, good day. Good day. Good day. Good day, how's it going? I'm Bob McKenzie, it's my brother Doug. How's it going? 
funny. We got two topics today: back bacon and. What's going on with the YouTube, eh? I don't know. I'm going to try to continue it, and if it keeps sputtering, I will just let it be. But we'll bring it back and try it one more time. Oh, it's not even letting me share my screen all of a sudden. That is very strange. Try to bring it in one more time. I apologize for technical difficulties, but we record these live and I do not edit. Long underwear. Like they're different topics, right? Okay, first topic. Well, I don't know which one should be first. Which one should uh, go long underwear? And then food as a reward. Okay, long underwear is our topic today, and my guest is my brother. <laughs> How's it going? Just eh? like on real shorts. Yeah. My guest today is my brother Doug McKenzie. How are you? Uh, he's, Good day. He's like an expert, right, on long underwear. That's right. Because he like. Well, although it's a funny clip. Although it is a funny clip, it is not worth putting up with that. I have no idea what is happening, but it is a very important service announcement about long underwear and the differences in it. Perhaps you could look up the clip yourself. Bob and Doug McKenzie, the Great White North Long Underwear and P-Mail Bacon. And for those of you south of the border, we don't know why, or perhaps Boyd does, why do they not have female bacon south of the border um <laughs> i i was gonna say something about piggy's palace are you familiar with piggy's palace in vancouver I, i'm not willie picton no oh <laughs> yeah 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 picton farm Trudeau, yeah Trudeau and stephen harper i was gonna say the pigs probably come from piggy's palace but no <laughs> i don't know the answer to that perhaps they don't have cornmeal <laughs> so anyways Boyd uh, you ruffled a lot of feathers with the last uh, one there was so much truth in what you brought out about that Malaysia flight um, stuff that I didn't even expect and upon further inspection boy the, the evidence really seems to be clear but um, just because I did a show on finances and set the stage Maybe we could just start with what you found out when you were given that 20-page document, because the first half of it was about the cryptocurrencies. And uh, I do not endorse cryptocurrencies, by the way. I just want the audience to know that. However, uh, this information is worth you hearing, because at some point, we're going to be dealing with it. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. And I got to tell you, you got a great personality. You're a smart guy to just let me sort of wing it today and feel free to cut butt in and, and ask questions. But I just wanted to start off again with, uh, you know, my 
philosophy is there's no higher religion than the truth. But also it's easier to fool someone than it is to convince them that they've been fooled. And uh, with those two topics, um, I am going to um, go into my email here. I've got everything set up on my email. Um, and I want to start just quickly by playing two minutes a video just to remind people of the importance of and significance of 537 and 555. Okay, are you going to share your screen? That's okay. We can just listen. Excuse me. Okay, here we go. Okay, it's not coming through. Okay. Okay, no problem. It was just the beginning of my last uh, interview with Obama's uh, when he ran for his second uh, campaign in 2012. Uh, everybody, you know, they all talk about the 2016 election or the 2020 election, I should say, with Donald Trump, but they forget about the significance of George W. Bush's uh, winnings. When he when he was was elected in, they had to recount the votes in Florida. And of course, who's his who's the governor of Florida is his brother, Jeb. And how many votes did he win by? 537. And of course, we'll talk about a little bit, a little bit later again, but I did make a boo-boo. I wanted to ex express my apologies. Someone had, had corrected me on Justinian in 537 AD. I said that, you know, he, he converted uh, Islam to Christianity. That's totally not true. I made a boo-boo. Uh, what he did was he renovated the Hagia or Hagia Sophia in Istanbul or Constantinople back in those days. And five, and he, he started the renovation. He caught on fire. Of course, they were Byzantine, Ottoman Empire, whatever. And, and so, it, you know, it caught on fire and it destroyed a lot of it. So he had to rebuild it. He started the renovation in, in 532 A.D., but he completed it in 537 A.D. But also in 537 A.D., um, the Rome was getting attacked by the Ostrogothics, and they were saved. The Pope was saved by a Byzantine general, Valisarius, and that's when they put in a Byzantine Pope. This is what I was getting at. They put in a Byzantine Pope. In, uh, his name was Vigilius, and he reigned from 537 A.D. to 555 A.D., okay? So I wanted to clarify that. Um, I'm going to talk about how they mock our Christianity. Um, they work in the Trinity, um, where Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But in this case, it was the Queen of England who gives her commands to the Governor General, David Johnson, at the time, when Malaysian Airline 370 took place. And then he commands and gives his orders to Stephen Harper. And then he activates our military to the Ukraine on January 1st, 2014, in preparation for the cleanup of MH370. And those passengers and crew were spread 33 kilometers apart their bodies were drained of blood. There was a Russian commander who expressed to the public, to the press, that 
the, the bodies were not fresh. They'd been dead for days. And so they were stinking of rot and, and uh, decomposition. And he stationed them in the northern part of the Ukraine because that's where they knew MH370 would come down. Both MH370 and MH17 were identical twins. This whole philosophy of the, the Great Reset and the New World Order is all about twins, creating a digital twin. Um, I, I'm going to get into more of that about, you know, the Gospel of Thomas today and Didymus, Judas, Thomas. Didymus in Aramaic and Greek means twin or testicle, really. It's a twin. And Thomas in Hebrew uh, and, uh, and Jewish uh, means or means twin as well. This is why two planes crashed into the Twin Towers. This is why the Titanic had an identical twin, which was the Olympic. The Olympic was so damaged from many crashes that the insurance companies wouldn't cover it. So that's why they repainted it and made it look like the Titanic. But it's the one that sunk so they could collect their insurance on it. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little bit right now about the, the structure of graphene oxide. It's a six, it's a hexagonal structure. And this is kind of how they work the beehive. Um, you've heard of the hive mine that they're trying to get everybody under with this graphene oxide. It's the, it's the, uh, the quantum dot, they call it. Um, and uh, it's, it's in every cell in our body uh, when you consider taking the jab. Um, the mRNA has polyethylene glycol in it, which is water soluble. If a duck floated on the on water that had polyethylene glycol, it would sink. It wouldn't be able to swim on it <laughs> because it makes it so soluble. It can go right through the membranes of the cells and the nucleus of the cell. So the structure of the graphene oxide is hexagonal carbon, six protons or neat new, uh, neutrons and, and electrons. Um, and so... When we go to the, the, you know, all roads lead back to Rome and, of course, the Pope. But in this case, uh, we have uh, the Queen of England who gives the direction to the governor general, who gives the directions to Stephen Harper. When I lived in Waterloo, now Waterloo, I lived in the penthouse. I had the signature penthouse at the Seagram Barrels Warehouses. I brought in the original post and beam from Douglas Fir from 1850. And this, this, uh, they converted it over from the barrels warehouse. This is where they stored all the Crown Royal whiskey, and uh, converted it into condos. And I had the the penthouse. The guy who renovated it and did that whole complex, there were, there, you know, it was right on Father David Bauer Drive. I was in number five, Father David Bauer Drive. There was another warehouse, and it was number three. And mine went up the highest. It went up to the sixth floor. And I had the only combination of numbers that would add up to seven. Um, well, I shouldn't say the only one. But um, so when you look at it, Father David Bauer Drive, it was 5-3. I lived in, in the unit 601, which adds up to seven. So 5-3-7 again. But um, so this is how Stephen Harper sent our military to the Ukraine. And just so, just so people know, Stephen Harper was a long-standing prime minister of Canada yeah. before Justin Trudeau. Yeah, and he very very corrupt. I mean, he he attended the University of Calgary, and uh, today today he is the 
international democracy union leader. So Donald Trump actually, he, he's above Donald Trump. Donald Trump answers to him. This is how important, because he pulled off the biggest gold heist mass murder in the history of the world here. But um, uh, so that's one combo. That's one uh, trinity. And so this is why after he sent our military to the Ukraine to do the cleanup, he stationed them in the northern part of the Ukraine. The RCMP sent about, I don't know, 15 officers over there as well. And, and they said, well, we're just there to train the Ukrainians. But also understand that after that, on around the 25th of January 2014, he flew into to Tel Aviv. And, of course, he plays the keyboards. And uh, so he had a few drinks, you could tell. And that's, this is on YouTube. Everybody can Google these things. But just Google Stephen Harper playing Hey Jude in front of Netanyahu and his wife and all the brass, the, polit the political and the Mossad, agents were all there and he continued he proceeded to sing hey jude don't let me down because he's referring to didymus judas thomas okay um also i remember what he did that that was it yeah, was huge news yeah i guess and, he's playing the drums is ralph goodell the the liberal uh, mla or uh, member of parliament from regina the queen city in saskatchewan because i'm going to get heavily into that uh, Regina and Saskatoon today. But yeah, he's playing the drums. Of course, he's now the Chancellor of Trade between Canada and the British Isles. He got involved with Fortress in 2012, a, a, an empire state company out of New York, and they invested $25 million into Bitcoin in 2012. They cashed in. This Everything is planned out. I read about all, I didn't read about all this, but I figured it out. But everything is planned. They cashed out when when Bitcoin went up to 60,000 the first time in 2020. That's when they cashed out. Elon Musk pumped in uh, $1.2 supposedly. All his money comes from the government anyway. He's another fraud. Okay. But uh, that was to accomplish a couple of things. To pay off... Uh, 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 Ralph Goodell and Fortress, so they could purchase the third largest grocery chain in England uh, called Morrison's Groceries, because now they're going to send all our GMO tainted food, mRNA food, over to the British Isles from Canada to basically, uh, you know, the people who survive will be nodes on the hive mind when the 5G frequencies come out. So I just want to explain that. And then Another trinity is uh, also goes back to Rome. And this is Thomas, the main character in my book, who I hung out with every day. Thomas Lilly Kazansky is what he told me his name was, but his real name is Thomas Germain Lilly. He's, his family is, is, uh, is Eli Lilly. Now, just check their stock. When I was with Thomas, he never told me this stuff, okay? But I, I figured it all out. When I was with him in 2010, uh, 2007 and 8, their stock, Eli Lilly's stock, was uh, around $30. Today, it's well over $600, okay? Um, and so his handler was Harry J. Flynn, the Archbishop of St. Paul, the Twin City, Minnesota, okay? That's the Twin City of Minneapolis. But at the time, 
And he was actually uh, the professor of ethics at Georgetown University, the second largest seminary in the United States. This was Thomas's handler. He took a sabbatical in 1972. And who took, and, and where did that, that sabbatical take him to was the University of Regina, Saskatchewan, called Campion College, the only Jesuit school in Western Canada. Now, who took that sabbatical for him was Thomas's double, which is Germaine Grisset. Germaine Grisset is known to write the book, The Way of the Lord Jesus. Thomas, on the other hand, was his double, and he knew all the drug dealers in Saskatchewan and Alberta and Vancouver. He used to tell me all about them. He said, boy, do you know the Hill family in Regina? The Hill family owned 30 different oil and gas companies and also, uh, yeah, mainly oil and gas they're into. And uh, he used to talk about these grow-ops, marijuana grow-ops, and, and all this stuff. And, and then he said he had a strong contact in Yorkton, Saskatchewan, a town of 17, 20,000 people. And I wondered why Yorkton? But that's where the Bronfman family settled. They settled, first of all, they came from Ukraine. They were Jewish people. And, and Bronfman in Yiddish actually means liquor man. And they are behind the whole Seagram's uh, 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 empire. But when they first moved to Saskatchewan from the Ukraine, they settled in a little town called Wapella, Saskatchewan, about an hour and a half east of Regina, 10 miles north of where I grew up from the time I was 12 years old. And so, uh, so you, you know, uh, here we have Dr. Shahab, an East Indian who's giving out, he, he's our minister of health uh or not he's not the minister of health excuse me he is the the main doctor in charge of of the vaccination uh, that was uh you know forced on people here and his assistant linda rogers happens to be from wapella saskatchewan a town of only two or three hundred people but you see i grew up in a little town called wawoda just south of there wawoda is an indian name it means deep snow but it's near what they call Moose Mountain Provincial Park, a beautiful park. And this is where Elon Musk's mother, May Musk, who was born in Regina, used to hang out in the summertime. And, and Burton Cummings, the guess who, used to play there when I was like 15, 16 years old. And now Burton Cummings lives in Moose Jaw. Okay, that's the home of Elon Musk's grandmother was born in Moose Jaw. Okay, now Moose Jaw goes back to the Bronfmans. That was the home away from home for Al Capone, okay, in the 20s. The mafia really started in the 20s, and it started right here in Saskatchewan. It's hard to believe, but between here in Chicago and New York, um, just south of this uh, little town where I grew up is Cannington Manor. Now, Cannington Manor is a Canadian historical site. It's on the edge of the White Bear Indian Reservation, and Moose Mountain Provincial Park. It's beautiful country. Well, um, this is where the royal family of England, who are not English, you know, they're German, right? Yeah. They're Nazis, really, is what they are. Uh, Prince Philip, you know, he's, he's his brothers were all in the SS. And and anyway, I, I, I'll stick to my, my line of thought here, but 
but they created this little wee town south of Wawota, 10 miles south, and, and, and they had a flour mill and all these. These were the illegitimate children of the royal family, and they were just hanging around England. So they sent them over to Canada, and they were very wealthy, and they had, you know, fox hunts, and they had gold-plated nameplates for their horses, but they couldn't handle the winters. But the remnants of these people are still around that area, the Wilsons, the Lincolns, the Weatheralls, and they all have hundreds of, they all have many oil wells. They're on top of the most uh, largest oil, oil uh, field called the Bakken Field. It takes in southeastern Saskatchewan, southwestern Manitoba, and North Dakota. And, and so these people are filthy rich and, um, you know, very involved with, with what's going on. Um, you, again, uh, it, close to Wapella, you have the porters, the green banks, and so forth. The first co-op, I think, started in a little town called Kelso, just, just 10 miles south of Wapella. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because, and these are people I know, and I don't care if I expose them. Because it's, it, they need to be educated. Um, you know, it's all about, you know, knowledge is, uh, I, I say wisdom plus love, excuse me, knowledge, pl truth plus love equals wisdom. So a friend of mine who I've known since I was 12, when I came back from Dubai, after reading this 20-page this, this document that we're going to get into here, um, the only people I knew in Saskatoon, because I came here because my mother lived here and I had sold my penthouse in Waterloo. And, and so the only people I knew was uh, Barb and Dwayne Porter. And so they invited me over to a party because, see, Barb became the head of the Saskatchewan Health Authority, which they just sort of created before COVID came out. And, and, and not just before, probably 10 years before, but she spent, she invited me over to their house, a million dollar house to, to visit with all these doctors because she became the head of Saskatchewan Health Authority and partnered with the Minister of Health, Paul Merriman. Who, both of them traveled the world for many years, hiring all these doctors, which I, I'm assuming, okay, I got to assume this, that they're, they're all Jesuits or Freemason doctors because they had to hire these guys to give out the jab. And so I wanted to bring that to, and she was making huge money. She used to tell me, you know, um, so I'm not, I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll, that's as far as I'll take that. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk about that Trinity. And uh, Stephen Harper was down in Waterloo all the time visiting david johnson now understand there's a lot to take in here but uh during that time um first of all in 2000 many things happened so i'll try to connect the dots in 2015 obama frees 6,000 prisoners from homeland security prisons now homeland security was just in, you know created after 9 11. Okay, but 9-11, the Building 7, which went down <laughs> for, for no reason. It was like far away from the other two towers. But anyway, that was all a setup by the same people, um, you know, the Carlisle Group and the, you know, the, the uh, rulers of Dubai, uh, Saudi Arabia, Abu Dhabi. But um, building, building 7 held all the records for all the private prisons. And so when they destroyed all the records and they created Homeland Security, 
And then Obama frees five, 6,000 of them in the fall of 2015. Well, they, they were sent over to, to Turkey. These were all death row prisoners, I'll guarantee it, to fight for ISIS. Now, in the summer of 2016, Erdogan, who I met in Turkey, the president, um, he, he, him and the CIA created a coup in Turkey where he fired 55,000 of his civil servants and got rid of them all, the judges, the, the, the generals in his armies, and, you know, got rid of all these, these professional people who were good people. And he brought in these uh, 6,000 prisoners to, to fight for ISIS and clear, clean out all the refugees from Iraq so that he could, him and his son could steal all the oil. And a lot of that oil went to Israel. Now, it's all in my book. Everybody should get a copy of my book. Under the radar, 537-555. Now, um, what happened then in uh, in Canada, okay, is, um, excuse me, I'm, i got to keep my thoughts together here. <laughs> well, let me, while, while you're just uh, gathering them, let me just say a couple things about Waterloo. Oh, yeah. So Waterloo has a very famous university, the University yeah. of Waterloo. And Microsoft, for instance, would hire more people out of that university than anywhere else in the world. Um, I also used to hire intern students out of the University of Waterloo because they were brilliant yes. uh, minds that came out of there. But Waterloo, yeah. most famously for uh, people around the world, is the home of the BlackBerry phone and operating system yeah that's exactly where i was going thank you so much and and so a friend of mine who i golf with many times we went to florida together was tommy gatowski and he had the his father you know because see waterloo was heavily involved with the bronfman uh meyer lansky uh, back in the 20s and 30s supplying booze so there was a strong connection between Waterloo and Saskatchewan, heavy, very strong. And um, yes, so Tommy Kitosi's son, Gus, went to work for Bill Gates in Microsoft. When, when I was heading, just in around 2003, 2004, he was working for Microsoft. And of course, they're the guys that, that created Bitcoin and the cryptos with with somebody from Regina by the name of Richard Libel, who they had deported on purpose. It's all planned out. Now, had, some of my research has said that Soros was also involved and behind Bitcoin in the, in the creation. Totally, totally. He owns Canada, okay, um, and Glencore as, as well. Uh, Mark Rich, okay, who was also uh, – deported out of the United States in 1974. He started a company called Glencore. Okay. This is all coming. It'll all come together in the end here. <laughs> but uh, Mark Rich, who set up my Swiss bank account, I met him in Dubai uh, in 2008 in the summer, just before I came back to Canada. And that's when Thomas handed me this 20 page document, which I will get into here real quick, but I want to go back to Waterloo because um, you know, Gus, Gus got into the, the Bitcoin and Ethereum. See, they know Ethereum is the only crypto to buy, okay? That one and ETC Classic because it needs a governance. I'll get into that later. So he, he was selling all his Bitcoin 
in 2016 and buying up all the Ethereum. And then Ethereum went from ten dollars to three hundred. Well, it went right up to sixteen hundred. And he he made so much money, he had to you know he had to find an accountant. Uh, he made hundreds of millions. Okay, um, and also the 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 guy who invented the BlackBerry. This uh, I forget his name. It's a, a, a Greek name. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, so. Waterloo, I'll just go to that first. Waterloo, Amschel Rothschild made all his money on the Battle of Waterloo. And and he found out ahead of time using passenger pigeon, that was the fastest communication then, that Napoleon had lost the war. But he announced to the world that Wellington, or whoever he fought, I forget who, he had won. He had defeated Napoleon. So everybody um, sold their their stocks. Excuse me, I got this backwards. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, you're. you're, you're I'm getting lost here. So yeah, my apologies. He actually uh, announced that Napoleon had won the war. So all the British people sold their stocks. All Europe sold their stocks in Britain, in the town of London, the city of London. And so the Rothschilds bought them all back at pennies on the dollar. And then the truth came out. It was all deception that Napoleon had, lo uh, had lost the war and then drove the stock sky high. And that's where they made their original money. And then they, they created the debt with the United States and formed the Federal Reserve, 1913 and all that. But anyway, so but Bauer, their name before, uh, excuse me, the Rothschild's name before there was Rothschild was Bauer. And when I moved to Waterloo, I played for the Bauer Supremes. Ray Bauer became a good friend of mine. And, you know, he, t he lived in the old Seagram's house. And he said, Boyd, come on over for New Year's. And he took me downstairs and showed me the tunnels, you know, where they stored the whiskey and so forth. But he, he said, we have a very strong communication with Humboldt, Saskatchewan. He said, in fact, my younger brother's playing for the Humboldt Broncos. And hey, boy, let me just interrupt, if I may, just for a second, just for clarity, the Rothschilds is a very big family and people have married in and married out and everything else. So Bauer is not the only original name of that. In fact, I have not found that in my research, so I'm taking Boyd's word on it. I'm sure it's true because he's looked at this carefully uh, but they, there's also the Orsini family and oh, all that's, kinds that's of things. Totally different. Yeah. That if, the, the but, or, but I'm just saying it, it's a it's an amalgamation. Yeah, yeah. The Orsini, the Rothschilds would work for the Orsini. I believe how it's ranked is the Orsini number one. Uh, I think the Collins number two, and then it keeps going down the pyramid. That's but, right. But uh, but they but they do intermarry into those families. Oh yeah. Still. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, what I'm trying to say is um, David Johnson came from McGill University in Montreal. That's the MK Ultra origin. And uh, where they started Adrenochrome in the 50s was right in Weyburn, Saskatchewan, at the psych hospital. And also the KKK started in Wapella. The origin of the Ku Klux Klan started in Wapella, Saskatchewan, and they moved it over to Weyburn, Saskatchewan. I actually played hockey for the Weyburn Red Wings. 
1969. But hey, hey, um, you know, you know what strikes me about this, Boyd, is uh, you know, Saskatchewan is like the middle of nowhere, folks. Like <laughs> in my opinion. Sorry, I've never actually been there. It's yeah. uh it's the one province I have one province I haven't been to is Saskatchewan. Well, do but in, yeah. in a little town in Saskatchewan, you could get away with doing things and experiments. And if anyone tried to leak it, it's not going to go far, right? So oh. it would make sense for them to do beta projects uh, in a place like that and then roll it out uh, to other places, you know, in the United States and so, so on and so forth. Absolutely. Every time there's a huge recession in the world, Saskatchewan is booming, okay? There's been over $30 billion pumped into this province since uh, MH, well, since COVID basically came out. Um, and they all cashed in their Bitcoins. Uh, like I said, Elon Musk's mother was born in Regina. His grandmother was born in Moose Jaw, home of Al Capone and the Bronfmans. They put in a Freemason Lodge. In 1894, in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, that's the also where the diamond mine. You're going to hear about that pretty soon. Uh, they're going to develop the largest diamond mine in the world here, um, and also uh, another company out of Regina called. It used to be called um, Western Tractor, started by George Solomon. Now I'm not sure if he's related to the Solomon brothers that own uh, building seven in New York, but his, that company then turned into Ipsco steel, which became the most profitable steel company in one of the most in the world. And they provided all the steel to build Calgary and Edmonton. Now the governor general of Saskatchewan, when Malaysian airline took place is the granddaughter or daughter of George Solomon. Her name is Vaughn Solomon Schofield. Okay. And she had direct contact with the queen of England. And so you got Ralph Goodell, uh, direct contact and see on the day Brexit happened in 2016, June 23rd, 23 is a big number for them. 20, the 23rd Psalm 23 chromosomes. Well, on that day, you would think Prince Edward, the biggest Zionist Freemason in the royal family, you would think on, a, on an important day like Brexit, he would be in England. But where was he on June 23rd, 2016? You can Google all this. He was in Regina, Saskatchewan, handing out awards at the University of Saskatchewan. They just did a renovation, a $18 million renovation on the Dark Hall. In, on the campus of the University of Saskatchewan. Um, now, you know, so getting back to Waterloo and the Blackberries, um, that was, that stock on the Blackberries, it went from $8 up to $250 in a matter of a year or two. RIM, R-I-M, was the man, you know, the manufacturer. But um, at the same time, what happened in 2016 a guy by the name of Cameron Ortis, a Mennonite from BC, from British Columbia, became the head of the National Intelligence Center in Ottawa, above the RCMP. He was above the law. A civilian Mennonite man 
who knew how to trade cryptocurrencies. He was brought in. This is how they laundered billions and billions of dollars between Toronto and Montreal to fund ISIS. Okay. Now, they found that he ended up in prison, supposedly. I know they go in one door and out the other. But he went to prison because they found over 30,000 gutted blackberries that had been used by all the biker gangs, all the, 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 the nasty people <laughs> and with ISIS. And, and this is how they used to communicate. And um, um, so this is what happened. So he ended up in prison, supposedly. But there, uh, uh, W, no, uh, what's the, the, the television show? Uh, the first, uh, was it the fifth edition or fifth? Fifth estate. They did a documentary on it. So you can go on YouTube and, and Google Cameron Ortis, and you'll find out there's a lot of corruption. And at the same time, you know, Piggy's Palace is going on. It was all connected through Vancouver. And also... So uh, Piggy's Palace is one of the worst mass murder sites in Canada. And uh, I just want to put a little bit of clarity on this for people who are not familiar with it. Um What's really interesting, and it's coming out in the news and actually hitting a little bit of, uh, touching a little bit of the mainstream right now, is at the time, Trudeau, Justin, lived about a mile away from this, and there is, well, certainly accusations and some evidence of a lot of pedophilia happening there and people going missing the victims in that area. And it is said, just said, allegedly, that uh, at that time, Justin Trudeau was frequenting this farm. Absolutely. Stephen Harper as well. Um, at the same time, you got the Shapin, who was in charge of our, of our pension plans, the teacher's pension plan and the Canadian pension plan. So what did he do when, when Glencore stock, which had been a $550 stock, the main investor in Glencore at that time was the Norwegian government, who has been found to have many labs over there uh, experimenting with graphene oxide. In, in fact, graphene oxide are referred as black goo. If you, anybody wants to go on YouTube and Google black goo and look oh, at My that. audience is familiar with it. Okay, okay. That's, that's the quantum dot that's in people's cells. Um, nanotechnology that can create the hive mind. It, it can it, electromagnetic field can get everybody thinking the same way, and they're affected by these frequencies. But what this Chapin, the the CEO of our Canadian pension plants, when Glencore went down from five hundred and fifty dollars, eventually it, it crashed at seventy one dollars in January two thousand sixteen. That's when he bought in the Canadian. He put in four billion from the Canadian pension plans and four billion from the uh, teacher's pension plans. And now it's well over almost $600 again. So the Canadian pension plans are sort of being funded by Glencore on, on that regard, as long as the stock market doesn't crash. And that's probably what's going to happen. And, 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 you know, that's where we're going to end up with it. With our pensions could be totally destroyed, not totally, but it, it's going to affect them a lot. Um, so anyway, um, that was all going on. And if you want to check out Richard Leibel, L-E-I-B-E-L, -E -E his court case in 2000 in Regina, Saskatchewan, 
He was deported. He's the guy that wrote the 16-year plan that we're going through right now. We're in the final year, okay? That's They deported him out of here in 2000 to Bangkok because he was in charge of this gold, 55,500 tons. And and I met with him, like I, I said in my first interview with you, and he confirmed everything. He's a guy that confirmed that they had just found a pilot from Malaysian Airlines to go on a simulator. He says, Boyd, you, you know, you're going to hear about it someday. And that's all he that's all I knew. And be darned if on uh, uh, March the 8th, uh, 2014, it all happened. And, um, you know, it dot, did not land in Diego Garcia. A lot of people think Malaysian Airlines 370 landed in Diego Garcia. That's another hoax. Um, this uh, uh, oh, what's his name? McConnell Field McConnell. He talks about it landing in Diego Garcia. That's hogwash. Okay, that's bullshit. Atlant they want everybody to believe that because they want to get into aliens, you know. But no, it landed in Banda Achai, the northern tip of Indonesia. And I'm going to get into this. I, I have. So you, you mentioned Field McConnell, and some of my audience is familiar with him. Yeah. What is your opinion of him? Is he a uh, a gatekeeper? Yeah, he's a gatekeeper. He flew. You see, he flew for the country of Kazakhstan just prior to MH370. And see, MH370 ended up in the Cosmodrome in Kazakhstan. That, that's the Russian spaceport. Vladimir Putin rents it for a million dollars a year. He, he, he pays Kazakhstan. And Thomas was looking after the president of Kazakhstan's nephew, Rahim. I met him many times. It was safer for him to live in Dubai than it was in Kazakhstan. And also understand that, that they've cloned all the people from MH370. There were many, many bio labs, not only in the Ukraine, but in Kazakhstan and Russia and, and probably North Korea, too, because they've cloned all these, these people. And, and, of course, uh, that's how MH370 is the tool that they're going to use to introduce aliens to the world. And, and all these people are coming back and, and they're going to be saying, yeah, I went off planet and, and we were taken. It's just a hoax. Okay. So, funny. so let me, let me just jump, jump in here yeah. for a second. So yeah. uh, there you mentioned, and I forget this name. It doesn't matter even that there's someone else going on trying to debunk all your stuff. And, he's, and what he's saying is that there's these orbs that were yeah, around yeah, 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 and the yeah. flight disappeared. So he is setting up the deception for this plane to re-emerge. And then all these people are going to talk about the dimensions and the, uh, you know, ascension and Christ consciousness. And they probably met with the ascended masters and all this stuff. And by the way, I've come to, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of research on uh, this Christ consciousness stuff. It goes way further than any of you suspect. Uh, it has to do with AI and the hive mind that uh, that Boyd is talking about right now. So I can take this conversation a lot further, and I probably will on my Podbean show on yeah. Friday. Maybe Sorry to interrupt, but I just had to put that out there. Absolutely, no, you're all you're correct. Ashton Forbes is the guy's name, and and he's saying that there were lithium batteries on board, uh, which is not true. It, it was two tons of gold. This was the original two tons that Thomas always talked about. 
and they dropped it off, the two tons, they dropped it off in Banda Achai Airport, and the pilot actually got off in Banda Achai, and they drove him down to the villa in Bali, okay? The, the villa in Bali was purchased by Alan and Barry Silbert from Bit Finance, who are on page nine in my book. You got to understand, I wrote this book in 2017. Alan and Barry Silbert were not only the purchasers of that villa in Bali, but they were the owners of FTX. <laughs> Sam, Sam Bankman Freed was just a front man. But they, they were the, the parent company of FTX. And they were the first depositors of Silicon Bank, Silvergate, and all that stuff that the crypto banks in Silicon Valley, but it's all connected to the WEF in Switzerland and New Hampshire with Mike Gill's story of the cartel laundering all their money through New Hampshire. It was all done through the, it's called the Paradise Papers, okay, based out of the Caribbean, the Virgin Islands. And of course, who lives in the Virgin Islands is is a, a brand, a, a, Richard Branson. R Richard Branson, who Obama spent the first month with after he completed his second term of president, he spent it with Richard Brans Branson in the Caribbean. They were celebrating, and also who lives next to him is the Aga Khan, P uh, Justin Trudeau's godfather. Okay. Now, you mentioned the Orsinis, and I mentioned the Collins. Now, Justin Trudeau is the son, most likely, of Castro, who is the bloodline of the Orsinis. And his mother, Margaret, comes from the Sinclair family, who come from the Collins family. Okay? So... And just uh, a little side note for my audience. Yeah. Um, one of my regular guests that's been on here, Cisco Wheeler also a Collins. Okay. okay. Just just wanted to put the, the pieces together because people yeah. are going to know the names. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. So, okay. So, um, yeah, I was going to play some videos, but we won't worry about that today. Uh, um, you know, some of the logians of the Gospel of Thomas, before we get into the 20-page, well, we can talk about the 20-page document. The 20-page document was all about Bitcoin and all the cryptos, all the cryptos. It showed graphs. It showed, and they've all come. They've all been proven to be right on. I, I didn't. I never invested into one crypto because I knew it was satanic, and and it it, it didn't jive with my way of thinking. And I just avoided it and just watched everything roll out. I've been watching this rollout really since Malaysian Airline 370 took place because I didn't take it serious. I thought these guys were jokers. You know, they're going to they're going to bring down a, 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 a 777. They're going to, you know, uh, Thomas. I mean, I, I heard many conversations in 2007. I used to sit in his office and play backgammon on my computer because, you see, they wanted me. Like you said, they wanted me to be willing to be a sacrificial lamb, okay? And and instead of being a sacrificial lamb, um, I'm going to read some of this Gospel of Thomas. And it basically said, he who understands these logians, 
Because in the Gospel of Thomas, there's 114 Logians that supposedly Didymus, Judas, Thomas had with Jesus in a private meeting. They discovered these scrolls in Nag Hammadi, Egypt in 1945. And, of course, that's where Mohammed bin Salman, the leader of Saudi Arabia today, who I met probably 12 times in Thomas's office, had just completed his education at the University of Cairo in Egypt. So they were planning out this whole 16-year plan while I'm sitting there playing backgammon. I had no idea what was going on. I mean, al-Baghdadi came in one day, and him and three other dressed-up Arabs and I nodded at him. I, sh I rubbed shoulders with the guy. And, you know, he smiled at me because it's it's all a Hollywood production. It's all Hollywood. Like the, like, like uh, Jordan Maxwell, he talks about the Druids who who used a, a, a wand, a magic wand. And it was made out of the, the, the wood of a holly tree. He says it's all Hollywood. And it is. It's all Hollywood. And Donald Trump is the Pied Piper. I had... Wanted to share a uh, YouTube, but if anybody can Google YouTube and go on to uh, Heart, okay, the Wilson sisters who sang Stairway to Heaven, because that song by Led Zeppelin was dedicated to Somerset Balanoff, who lives in Glamis Castle in Scotland, just miles away from from uh, uh, the... Uh, uh, Oh, the, where the Queen died at the Balmoral Castle in Scotland. Now, also understand Scotland is where they cloned the first sheep, Dolly. So it's all about cloning and, and bringing in aliens. But uh, Stairway to Heaven, she, Somerset Belenov grew up in Hamlin, Germany, and was infatuated with the Pied Piper. And so the most valued asset for this new world order movement is Donald Trump, the Pied Piper. Okay. So I wanted to get that out. Um, okay. So I, I gotta, I gotta stop you and, uh, and just ask about a few things for clarity. So, yeah. uh, first of all, I, I, because it's been brought to my attention, we, I have talked about Somerset Belanoff on here a number of times. There are people out there that have done some investigations and they say that 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 she does not exist. It was fictional and made up. Um, they say that she does not live at Glamis Castle. Uh, that's people who have have gone to debunk this. Uh, but yet there is also very strong evidence that Somerset Belanov is a very real person. In fact, she was well known in uh, socialite circles in the seventies. Uh, she actually dated. I believe it was Tommy Bolin from T-Rex and was friends with Jimmy Page. And there is quite a bit of evidence to suggest that those things are true. So okay. we'll leave that up to you, the audience, to yeah. decide well, whether that is right or not. Uh, but now you're, you're seeing the Pied Piper, uh, Trump in his role. But you said something at the beginning, and I didn't want to take you off course. You said that Stephen Harper, the former prime minister of Canada, is above Donald Trump. Can you explain that relationship a little bit further, and then let's dig in uh, to where you were going. Okay. Um, to be honest with you, I only read it on uh, 
you know, I forget this source, but it's a. But is it is it more of a Mason thing or something like that? It's, no, no, no. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, Stephen Harper. He's been flying all over the world as a intelligent businessman. He's just part of their group, but he was put in as because he 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 constructed a lot of this. Malaysian Airlines stuff. Like he sent our military to the Ukraine to do the, the cleanup. I fact, I even know one of the officers that went there. I played hockey with him in, in the American League. Eddie Stanowski. He was based in Germany with the Canadian military. <coughs> and oh, when I was oh. working, when my book came out, excuse me, my, when my book came out, they were trying to protect everything. And they actually flew Eddie Stanowski into the uh, Saturday night NHL uh, hockey game in the Toronto Maple Leafs and did an interview with him. And I don't know why they did it, but I know, you know, he was stationed in Germany and I believe he was sent into the Ukraine. To you see, another guy who from the American Air Authority, he called me. He was one of Tom Lysiak's best friends that my centerman when i scored the goals his wife and see understand tommy his wife melinda sent me a business card because he actually tried to help me sell these led lights and and melinda wrote on a business card and, and took a photo of it i i can display it anytime that tommy died of leukemia in 2016 he died on 5307 my hockey record he died on may 30th at seven in the morning. Okay. That was that was his disappearing. He didn't die. <laughs> no, this is Tom Lysiak. Oh, okay. Sorry. My sorry. Centerman. My hockey, my hockey. Right. I, I was sorry. I was thinking of Thomas. No, no, no. No, 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 no. But but um uh you know, as far as Stephen Harper, just just Google it. Google Stephen Harper. He is the international democracy union leader. And I was told by a high up guy that very high up <laughs> that told me that Donald Trump actually answers to him. Okay. So the, now I had another thought, and, I, and I'm jumping around here a little bit. So I, uh, pardon me, but just real quickly refresh my mind when they moved the bulk of the gold, not the initial, uh, you know, uh, two tons, but the bulk of it. How many plane loads was yeah. that? Is it took? Took them yeah, a long I'll, I'll time, and I'm that. going somewhere with this. Yeah, yeah. No, I am too. And let, let just let me finish this a bit. Okay. So what they did is that the first two tons were put on MH370 and landed in Bandit Chai. MH17 flew by and picked up the radar because they were twins, right? And it headed to the Indian Ocean to fool the public. And so MH370 dumps off the, the two tons. And now it could have been, excuse my, my, my uh, confusion here. It's 200 tons. Okay. And that was used to, to, to and so MH17, then MH370 drops off to 200 tons and then it goes down. Uh, it, it takes off because you know, the reason it landed in Bandit Chai is because they created this Malaysian tsunami in 2000 and um 
I think it was around 2005, 2004. And when they rebuilt that airport in Banda Achai, which was done by the Rothschild uh, people, they made sure that it could handle a 777, even with autopilot. Okay, you can do all the research. I've done it all. This is why I know that it landed there. Phil McConnell is, is part of this thing because he flew for Kazakhstan the year before. But anyway, MH370 dumps off the two tons, and it, it goes north to Kazakhstan, and they hide it in the Cosmodrome. Now, MH17 had picked up the radar, and it had gone out to the watery wasteland of the Indian Ocean. But then once MH370 left and went north on autopilot, it went north to Kazakhstan. MHC-70 turned back and picked up that two tons or 200 tons, whatever it was, I, I, because it's numbers, okay? They don't count the zeros. But that, and then it went down immediately to open up the account at the World Gold Mint in Perth, Australia. That's why Tony Abbott, another Freemason Jesuit, was on the air and a president of... You know, the people, the, the high ups in, in Australia were all pointing at the Indian Ocean, trying to get everybody to do the search. But it was just a facade. It was just a facade. It went on for 10 months. And so what happened is they used this, the, these three jumbo 747s. I didn't find out about these three jumbo 747s until January of 2016. I did I, almost a two years of of research, just looking and looking and looking, because in the Gospel of Thomas, it says, he who seeks should not stop seeking until he finds, and when he finds, he will be disturbed, and then he will marvel, and then he will reign over all. <clears throat> okay? So, okay, and, and just that for, so the Gospel of Thomas, it's called that it is not part of the gospel. We don't recognize it as the canon. For any of you who are listening or maybe new to the Bible, uh, this is Gnostic texts, which were written essentially by Satan's minions right after the New Testament was complete because he wanted to put out competing information. Absolutely. And then, you know, so this is discovered in the same way that the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered. So it's all this hidden knowledge. Now we can start to learn it. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. This is not the way we think, but this is the way Saudi Arabia, the Middle East, Euro-Asia were introduced Christianity by St. Thomas. This is why if you do a Google Zoom on India, you think it's all Hindu. I'm telling you, there's a lot of, of uh, Catholic churches and so forth. But anyway, um, so getting back to what happened, a uh, play-by-play, is I discovered these these three Jumbo 747s that were left abandoned at the Kuala Lumpur airport for a year and a half. They sat there. Nobody would claim them. I mean, sometimes I forget where I leave my car in the parking lot when I go shopping. But who forgets where they leave their Jumbo 747s? In fact, there were three of them. Two of them came from Icelandic air out of Winnipeg, Okay. Uh, Winnipeg is full of Icelandic people. Gimli is where my grandparents came when they came from Iceland in the 1890s. Uh, and Gimli today is where they, they, they distill and create Crown Royal whiskey for the Seagrams. Okay. So the, and that, and it's, and of course, Iceland is where they have all the mining rigs 
for all the cryptocurrencies, okay? They use the thermal energy from underground to cool these big buildings that are full of computers daisy-chained together to solve these very, very difficult equations to get a Bitcoin, okay? So anyway, uh, the third 747, Jumbo 747, came from Abdul Mowbray in Fort Lauderdale. The reason they did that is because when you do the the deep dive onto MH370, you'll you'll hear about these people in the Maldives Islands who who in the morning of of uh, of March the eighth, uh, when everybody's looking for when MH370 supposedly disappeared, they, they, these people on the Maldives saw this huge airplane, red and blue and and white, Malaysian Airlines colors. Uh, but they, you know, they'd never seen one like this. And it was flying so low that they thought it landed in Diego Garcia, which it did. But that was the that was the one of the jumbo 747s that they used to transport the gold. Okay. That was it came from Florida. It refueled in Diego Garcia, but they wanted false witnesses from the Maldives to say, oh, we saw MH370. It landed in Diego Garcia. That's all false. That was the third jumbo 747 coming in to refuel, and then it went on to Kuala Lumpur. Now they sat there, and so um, when when uh, they were doing this search in the Indian Ocean, and that search went on for ten months. Well, the last conversation I had with Thomas was in September five because they worshipped the number five. Uh, five months later. Okay, that's when he said to me, Boyd, now that we got the gold, we got to sell it. And so I'll I'll do the play-by-play. -play. So what they did is they loaded up these three Jumbo 747. The capacity of a Jumbo 747 is 400 tons. A lot of people say, no, it's only – but that's a regular 747. Jumbos are 400 tons. So they loaded up, and they went back to the same numbers. They loaded up um, each Jumbo – with 370 tons, they made 50 trips each over five months. That's 10 a month. That's one every three days, which is easy to do. They're going back and forth, back and forth, as if they were part of the search right in front of the world's eyes. So when you multiply uh, 370 times uh, 50, you get 18,500 times three. Times three is five, five, five. Now, um, you got to understand, two two hundred of those tons were used to pay off all the politicians, uh, Canada, Stephen Harper, uh, uh, Glencore, all these people, all the people, uh, the the Mossad, uh, the KGB, Turkey. They were all paid off, so they keep quiet. Okay, they go along with the the story. So so that's when. Uh, they used the same three jumbos, and they sat in Kuala Lumpur for a year until they melted the gold. And this is when Christine Lagarde did a, a 20-minute speech in 2014 on the number seven. And she talked about 2014. And just to say who Christine Lagarde Christine is again. Lagarde, Christine Lagarde is the CEO of the International Monetary Fund, the IMF. And she did it. Just Google her. Just Google yeah, it Google it. it. It's actually kind of amazing to watch how she does literally a speech on the number seven. Exactly. And she said, 
we're hoping that 2014 will be a magical year. Well, Thomas was their black. Turned out it was for them. Exactly. Thomas was their black magic guy. He was their mastermind. In fact, you know, they talk about the Anunnaki and all this stuff. You know, if, if you put it in those words, he was like Moloch. Okay. But he, but who wrote the, the whole 16-year uh, plan was Richard Libel from Regina. He wrote it. It took him seven years, okay, to write it. When what happened was when I went to Dubai in 2007 and he was deported out of Canada in 2000, he spent those seven years in Bangkok writing this whole 16 year plan. Now, let me get back to the numbers. So once they remelted the gold and, and Christine Lagarde is doing her speech on the number seven, they used those same three jumbo 747s that were sitting on the on the tarmac at the Kuala Lumpur airport, they use those to deliver the gold from Perth, Australia, into seven vaults around the world. There's a vault in Singapore, Hong Kong. There was one in Dubai, but since my book came out, they moved it to Ottawa. So let me start over. There's a vault. They put 7,900 tons into each of the seven vaults, which adds up to 553, plus the 200 tons that they had given away to all the, the people involved, brings it back to 555. So the vaults that they went into is Singapore, Hong Kong, Zurich, London, England, uh, Toronto, Ottawa, and New York. George Soros's son, Alex, runs the New York Gold Money Exchange, which has access to these seven vaults. Okay? So if you want a good investment, buy XAU on the TSX, okay? XAU is the gold money stock that will start to rise now because they're having the G20 meetings right now as we speak. And this will be uh, the positive sign for gold money to go forward and it'll become a $50 stock, okay? Um, right now it's at 795, whatever. But um, so, um, when we talk about the the uh, the Babylonian gods and all this, let me just explain uh, the reversal uh, 55 grid. Now, okay, now understand that they moved 55,500 gold, 555 and 553. The ES or the elite security or leak system website was manifested on 9-11-2007 with the special master code re-encryption of distorted base code architecture in the controller grids to override the 9-11 timelines and its morphogenetic field grid connected to 3D timelines and their grids are 555 and 553. These are inorganic timelines that are based on the Fibonacci sequence that manifests in Metatronic reversal, reverse Merkaba ratios based on the mathematical doubling of harmonics related to the number five used by Thoth, T-H-O-T-H, I pronounce it Thought, grids to hijack the DNA from the astral fields and thwart the progression of expanding consciousness 
of the earth and humanity. Now, how, how this all came about originally, like you said, it goes back thousands of years. But it, you know, this is how it, 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 it infected London, England. Okay. William of Normandy, uh, he was French, but this is all Viking as well. This was part of Rollo's community in northern France when uh, 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 Ragnar Lothbrook, there's a whole TV Netflix series on the Vikings, and people should watch it because it's very, very truthful. But he's, his brother, uh, Rollo, settled and married Charlemagne's daughter, and he, they gave him the northern part of France to fight off his own people. But eventually, over the years, that was way back in the 700s, I think. But uh, back then, you know, his offspring and everything, William the Conqueror, William of Normandy, uh, came into uh, the Babylonian Radnite. They're called Babylonian Radnites, demon-worshipping pagans who claimed to be Jews for more than three millennia. Isn't that Trump's wife's name? Anyway, uh, already had an extensive banking and trade network through Europe and the Middle East, Scandinavia, the Vikings, and Africa, and all the way to China on the Silk Road. The Radnite merchant bankers were forced to flee Babylon, which is now renamed Baghdad, as in al-Baghdadi, uh, ahead of the armies of the Muslim Seljuk Turks in 1055 AD, just 11 years earlier. They fanned out along the extensive network of merchant banking centers. Uh, and, and Jesus, and this is just a quote, and Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who, who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of these of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you make it a den of robbers. Behold, this is a synagogue of Satan. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which they, which they say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before my feet and to know that I have loved thee. So understand that Thomas Germain Lilly came from the Eli Lilly pharmaceutical family. Okay, their vaccine, because when people take the three jabs and a few boosters, they will become what they call antibody enhancement de dependent. Eli Lilly today has millions of vials of these vaccines ready to go. And it's called LY for Lily dash COV for COVID dash five, five, five. Okay. Now five, five, five in the occult means highest death. Now this is why Donald Trump, when he became president, of course he, you know, he's just a puppet. Okay. But he was, he, he was told to hire Alex Azar the CEO of Eli Lilly, who was under criminal investigation at the time he was hired to run the United States' health care. Okay. And he brought in the, the vaccine at warp speed. Okay. 
And then Donald Trump does this. Uh, you can Google him on YouTube about the snake and how, you know, he makes fun of everybody. He's mocking everybody. You got to understand, he's just a con man, okay? He's in bed with the, uh, the people who are in charge. I mean, his best friend. Does anybody know who Donald Trump's best friend and business partner is? It's a guy by the name of Hussein Sazwani. They own two golf courses together. I hooked up Hussein Sazwani three times to my quantum biofeedback right in Thomas's office. And, and so Hussein Sazwani is the front man for the richest Iranian family in Iran. Okay. All the per, all these rulers, and see, he was in cahoots. He, they're the, Thomas told me he put up $600 million. This is in 2010 when he lured me back to get me into Bitcoin. And, and in the same breath, he says, you know, he said, boy, do you want to get involved? The Bitcoin's worth 30 cents now. And uh, he says, uh, who's saying just one? He just committed $600 million to the gold. And I didn't know there was, you know, I didn't know much about it. You know, I just, from what I read, I was a... a Naive guy, but uh, what happened is Hussein Sizwani, the ruler of Dubai, the ruler of ruler of Abu Dhabi, the ruler of Saudi, they put up this six hundred million to do this whole gold heist and create all these cryptocurrencies, and uh, this is you know uh, you know they it, it just all comes now. I'm going to read you my my definition of trumpets because I dedicated a whole chapter in my book to the feast of trumpets. Now understand on and maybe we talked about this last time, but on on October 23rd, again the 23rd, um, that was the last day of the Feast of Trumpets, and 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 this is when uh, Zelensky, who was put into be president of Ukraine, we haven't even touched on that today. This, this is a whole another interview, but you see when Ukraine when Zelensky was brought in to. Uh, be president of the Ukraine, he immediately hopped on a plane and came to Edmonton, Saskatoon, and Calgary. These are his people, Christia Freeland. So on the Feast of Trumpets, uh, September 23rd of 2023, when Zelensky brought in the the Nazi into parliament and he got a 10-minute standing ovation, and of course, Christia Freeland is dressed in her purple dress and her white pearls, because that's what all these elite ladies dress in when there's a big event. On that same day, you know what they were doing in Saskatoon? They brought in Jerry Seinfeld from New York to do a comedy show. You can Google it. Okay? Now, let me read the definition of Trump Pence. This is Mike Pence and Donald Trump. This is from the Urban Dictionary, but it sets the tone in my book. This is why my subtitle is Trumpets. Okay, the definition is the return on investment of a con, bribe, theft, or fraud. This could include the direct financial benefit of a scam or plot, but also can be used to represent the emotional boost a narcissist or sociopath gets from feeling superior to those that they have manipulated and tricked. You should always make sure the target of your scam isn't overly intelligent. Then you can play on their fears and maximize your potential trumpets okay now the people behind this whole thing i have it all in my book are the committee of 300 stephen harper is one of the committee of 300 but you've got i've listed them all in my book um you've got um the british monarchy and the committee of 300 i list them all okay queen elizabeth abdullah second of jordan 
John Kerry, Roman Abramovich. Now he owns Avraz Steel. Ipsco Steel in Regina now, okay, it became the most uh, successful steel company almost in the world. And in 2000, the Wallenberg family from Sweden, which are satanic, they're Nazis, they purchased uh, Ipsco Steel. They changed the name to Avraz, and they quickly sold it to this Roman Abramovich, whose daughter is Marina, who's into spirit cooking, who Zelensky just hired to run his whole education system in the Ukraine. And if, for those of you who paid attention to the year ahead uh, cover of The Economist magazine, I'm working on the theory that they, uh, and, I, and I didn't actually do a decode of it, but if you look at it, it's the circle, and uh, there's a mysterious female above Zelensky. I believe that is Abramovich. Yeah, Marina. And, and, and so how did this, like, Amazing Polly did a whole deep dive on this. A huge delegation from Edmonton. See, Edmonton, they call it the Yukon City because there's a Yuke on every corner, okay? This is a full of Ukrainian people. And, of course, all the Nazis, when they came over after the war, they settled. See, Medicine Hat, where I scored the goals when I was a junior, that was a huge prisoner of war town. It was all Nazis and, and, and these Jewish people. They put them into two separate camps. But then after the war, they just all hung out together. And therefore, this is why, you know, this uh, lady, uh, what's her name, who, who helped run this trucker convoy to Ottawa. Again, uh, Leech, uh, Lich or something like that. Leech, Tamara Leach. She just bought herself a $1.2 million house in Medicine Hat. That was all another setup. You understand, Canada is not a country. We're a we don't have a constitution. We're simply a colony of the British Empire, and therefore, when you ha hang that flag out on your trucks, you are supporting the corporation of of the of the corporation of Canada, which is held in Washington D.C. This is why Trudeau he he set this whole thing up because. 90% of those people are good people. They're good, patriotic people, just like I am. And when I saw them all going there, I said, right on. And then I started thinking about it. And the more I, I learned about the Constitution that was never, ever signed, and, and it, we're not a country, okay? Um, this is why the United Nations has taken us over. And, and, and these two guys, I don't know if you heard of Mr. Three Rivers, Dr. Three Rivers in Hawaii, and... Uh, What's her name? Sarah West, Westall just did an interview with him and and uh, Howard Bertram, who who has been calling me. Uh, but they discovered this 14 trillion dollars in an account in Hong Kong. But that's just part of a 14 quadrillion amount of money, which is all created by Richard Libel in the cryptocurrencies. And it's in Hong Kong because that's where Genesis is. That's the company Richard Libel set up that works with the Kraken in San Francisco, which is the largest crypto exchange. And it's, it's another trinity. It's the Genesis in Hong Kong. You got uh, the Kraken in San Francisco, and then you got Hive in Vancouver, which is run by George Giustra, uh, another, another uh, human trafficking person. And he owns Hive, which does all the cryptocurrency mining in Iceland, Sweden, etc. 
and, and just watch that stock. It's going to go way up. You guys want tips on what to buy? Buy high, buy hive stock um, after 2024. It's going to shoot way up because, and that's if our dollar is even still available. If not, just, you know, it, it's going to go sky high because Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Well, I, I have some real insight onto that that I have not shared with my audience yet. Uh, yeah. I'm planning on doing a whole show and I wanted to use this to kind of launch that. Uh, but Boyd, we're, we're coming up at the end of our time. And I, and I think what, what I was, where I was going to go with it, with the gold and Donald Trump, I'm going to probably set it up as a teaser for the next time you're coming on. Good idea. Good <laughs> but, idea. But, I'll, but I'll give you the, just a, a couple final words just to wrap up any thoughts. And then I'm going to give some thoughts and, uh, and maybe yeah. get, give some, give people somewhere to go in your mind. Consider you Boyd's covered a lot of topics and they've, and it seems like he's bounced around, but you have to understand they are all interrelated. So uh, because th this is such a complex world operation that has been designed really since from the garden, folks. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's how been, much, it time, how from much the time garden. do we have left, uh, Jeff? Uh, we got about four minutes. Okay. Well, one guy also to be aware of is this Ken Copeland. Uh, one time after Malaysian Airlines 370 had taken place and Thomas had called me uh, for the first time after four years of not communicating with me and kept telling me how smart I was. Well, one conversation, he says, oh, boy, you'll never guess who's here in my office, Ken Copeland. You know, so, you know, Ken Eaton? Copeland, I'll <laughs> quote him. Uh, you know, this is Ken Copeland quoting in 2013. Uh, Some people think I'm against immunizations, but that is not true. The statement said vaccinations help to cut mortality uh, uh, rate enorm uh, immensely. I believe it is wrong to be against vaccination. So they were talking about that then. I just want to finish it off with this. And Kenneth Copeland's also on the record saying that he is a god and you will yeah. be like gods too. Oh, yeah. He's a complete fraud. Hey, now, he's a Satanist. I want to set it up for our next talk about the IEEE. This is the Institute of Electrical and, uh, and Electricians, um, Electronic Engineers, uh, uh, globally. There's 100, they're in 190 countries. These are the ones that have been setting this bio uh, uh, labs and biosensors into our bodies. They started in 1956. Now, when I was in Waterloo playing hockey for the Bauer Supremes, I remember Ray was getting married. And everybody's saying, Boyd, Boyd, come to the stag party. It's at the IEEE. I said, what's that? I never heard of it. But the IEEE started this in 1956 by putting biosensors, wireless, uh, it's called the Wireless Body Area Network, the W-Ban. And then it, they started uh, creating the backbone, the physical backbone, um, as in 2017. And then... Uh, in 2019, they did the COVID development or the deployment to instigate it all, activate it. Now, um, they and they need four components. The IEEE, they need for these biosensors and how they are working, the four main components is an analyte, which is a chemical or biological material that gives the electron reaction as it is connected so that could be your DNA, your proteins. It's the thing that's 
in your body that's about to be analyzed or changed. Number two, they need a receptor, which is also known as the recognition layer that binds to the target component that could be cells, enzymes, nucleic acid, antibodies. Number three, they need transducers. Acts as an interface measuring the production that occurs with the bioreceptor, uh, which transforms into a energy measurement. And the transducer can be done in the form of optical, electrical chemical, piezoelectric, or thermal. The fourth thing they need is a signal component that deploys, displays the information. This is why when some of these people who have been vaxxed three or four or five times, when they walk by a, a computer or a cell phone, you can actually see an IP address enter your cell phone, and that's how they become nodes on the hive-minded network. It all ties in. Well, thank you, Boyd. And the name of the book is Under the Radar 537-555. Uh, I would suggest to you it is worth getting it. Look at the thickness of this. Uh, you can go chapter by chapter, written back in 2017, so uh, definitely ahead of its time. And this is their Again, guide right here. It's the Masonic Cube, the, the Satanic Cube, numbered from... One to nine, uh, the way they're arranged, when you add them up in any any direction, uh, vertical, horizontal, or diagonal, they add up to 15. One plus five equals six, 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 six. Oh, thank you very much, Boyd. And I'm just gonna leave, I'm just gonna leave the audience with a couple things as we go. Um, so folks, last time Boyd was on, I talked about the alchemical process of this entire thing you have to understand how the occult works okay so i'm just going to make it very very simple here but you have the people you have the draining of blood you have the gold remember all that's glitters is gold there's a transmutation and then these people if boyd is correct and it's quite possible he is that they come back and there's this, uh, it's part of the great deception that is coming. But also, Boyd has mentioned that all this gold has been moved around the world and set up. And, you know, there's seven different vaults. There's also, you know, what they call the G7 countries and things like that. We know there's some territory shift right now. But folks, the financial system that we have right now is supposed to go down. But if you did not hear my comments on dark to light on my Friday podcast, I'll just give it to you in brief. There is the dark side, which has a plan for an ending. There is a light side, which is not of God that has a plan for an ending. The devil will prefer the light side to win because he will be able to fool more Christians. However, if enough people don't wake up, <laughs> sorry to use those terms, they will allow the dark side to do it. This could go either way still, folks. It's not guaranteed, but both lead to the Antichrist rising. You have to be sure of that. I am because the Bible says so. Uh, so folks, and when, when Boyd's talking about 
you become people becoming part of the nodes and the vaccinations and obviously they're spraying and stuff like that so it affects people who have not even taken those and there's the viral shred shredding have no fear folks have no fear uh, god says that very clearly in his word but you have to understand there is a fake ascension people are going to believe that they have been transmute they've gone through a transmutation and they're going to say well it's the evidence look what i can do now Folks, that's where all this is heading. And Boyd's bringing all these pieces together, and it's going to be clear for you. And we're going to talk about it more next time he is here. Uh, but hey, avoid the transmutation by increasing your immunity because your immunity system will fight off things that are not natural to your body because it's God's gift, and we have discovered that one of God's plants, a particular type of mushroom, rebuilds or helps rebuild your immune system to work optimally, and then your immune system can fight off all kinds of diseases. It's for people and for pets. So please go to ror.petclub247.com. And I want to thank Boyd again for being here. And God bless each and every one of you. And remember to love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community.